and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with... Sean. Chris. And a shouting cat and <laughs> disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't me, I'm here. Flood's disappeared. No, oh, I said Chris. We just, we just heard Dizzy shouting. There he is. Oh, professional as always. Flawless start. That was amazing. Oh. We've replaced Chris with Dizzy. I said Chris. So. I heard a Chris. We didn't hear Lee, we just heard a cat. So, how are you? Know I... that I did It's in between. Oh, well. All right. How are we all this week? Yeah, okay. Yeah, present, solid. Yeah, good. Um, right, let's let's not forget it's uh, raw raw seek, if you must say these raw seek. Ah, now that is taking the piss out of Ferrari, who did exactly the same thing last time out. Did they? Yes. Ah, yes. Right. Yeah, raw seek is is. Uh, I, I, I I don't get it. Ferrari somehow uh, signed off on that poster design, where race was in one half of the poster and week was in the other. Basically, but Ferrari. When you read it from left to right, it said, it said "raw seek." Yeah, they forgot people reading lines rather than blocks for some reason. So Mercedes decided to take the piss totally out of Ferrari and copied their poster. <laughs> when so, you realise Ferrari are the butt of the joke, it becomes funny. Now that works. So on this week's raw seek special. Mm. <laughs> anyone fancy doing one for um, Portuguese Grand Prix? No, let's not bother. <laughs> Yeah, we're back to uh, back to Portimao this week. It produced a good race last year, didn't it? It did, and um, I think the I think the potential's there for it to uh, for it to happen again now that the uh, now that the order's been shaken up a little bit and you know car, cars are working properly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even even Alpine scoring points. Yeah, I mean it was it was it, well, one thing that was kind of missed a little bit in last week's um, review of Imola was just. Just how much Mercedes have um, or had uh, improved from Bahrain? Has he gone again? Bahrain to Imola. Um, I know they're two totally different circuits, but they, they they seem to have just whatever work have they done to that car between Bahrain and Imola worked. I mean, one one other thing that was missed from last week was your thoughts on Toto. I don't no, think... that wasn't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I don't think anyone caught them. No, that wasn't missing. Although I have done a little bit more uh, research as well and read a few more articles, thanks to some lovely listeners, including Kieran Thompson. Um, just basically just backing up exactly what I said last week. And thank you, everybody, for your very kind messages of support. I got a lot of support from last week's podcast. I'm just happy nobody got um, excited at the fact that I pointed out that Ferrari now have two Felipe masses. <laughs> oh, I, I, I'm sure we Nobody did see some commentary that about that. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I think some people were angry with that, Lee. Tweet, just, tweet, just... tweet your thoughts to at a total show. Someone was angry, but their grammar was impeccable. Yes. It <laughs> <laughs> was amazing. That's the thing, though. Like, like people, people don't like the truth. <laughs> you only have a fleeting relationship with it. <laughs> Absolutely. The same with sanity, if we're honest. 
Uh, should we do um, should we do the bits of uh, Monday news first? Because um, there was a big one today. The sprint races yeah. are definitely happening, Let's. and they are a thing. It's going to be at three rounds. Um, it will be at Silverstone, Monza, and a flyaway race yet to be confirmed. Now, everyone was thinking it was going to be Brazil, but we still don't know if there's going to be a Brazilian Grand Prix this year. Mm. Yeah, so, exactly. So yeah. it will be a flyaway. Could could be Suzuka. Could be. Um, but the format would appear to be for the weekend. Um, Friday morning, a one-hour FP1. Friday afternoon, qualifying as we currently know it that happens on a Saturday afternoon. Saturday morning, one-hour FP2. And then Saturday afternoon, a 100k sprint race with a choice of uh, choice of two of the three sets of tyres. Oh. FP2 after qualifying seems... Uh... An interesting manoeuvre. Yeah, and it's also going to be Park Ferme after Friday afternoon qualifying. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's like so, the old warm-up. So, right, what I don't get is, and this is, it's probably dead easy, I just, I, I don't get it because I haven't done any research. Um, the does, the does the sprint race decide the grid for the future race? Yes. And the qualifying decides the grid for the sprint right. race. I have a problem. Right, with that's it. how I thought it would be. Yeah, I do have a problem with it though. Go for it. it. Qualifying. Why did Toto like it? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> right. Not at all. So your problem. Qualifying as it is 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 is, is a pretty is a yeah qualifying as it is is pretty exciting, isn't it? Yeah. It's it's not bad. It's not as exciting as a race. No, no, no. But if it's on a Friday afternoon, most of us aren't going to be able to see it because that's during the week where we would normally not be that bothered about missing FP2. Um, we're going to miss a qualifying session. It just seems a bit, you know, we, we, there's going to be fewer eyes on that qualifying session to then have a sprint race on the Saturday. I just, I'm not sure that's the right way of doing it, but I mean, it's worth a go, I suppose. I mean, yeah, looking at it that way, I would, I would have thought two one-hour practice sessions on a Friday, qualifying Saturday morning when FP3 would have been. That would be the way I would do yeah. it, but and I'm then, not in charge. And then the sprint race in the afternoon. But is not is qualifying taking place of one of the free practices or, like, taking part in the free practice? Well, the qualifying session will be when FP2 is now. Yeah, yeah. So it's see the, the the issue with doing it any other way would be that you're adding another session again, aren't you? You know, it's so when all the cost cutting and stuff is being talked about, you're you're adding another practice session if you don't do it this way. Well, why not? Why not have two one-hour practice sessions on a Friday, and then have the qualifying for the sprint race on Saturday morning instead of FP three? Because the sprint race is instead of yeah, the sprint race is instead of FP three. Oh yeah, yeah, you could yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's what would make yeah. sense to me because you, you you're then having fewer eyes on the on what is now the current qualifying format, which I think has, is entertaining in its own right. But you know, at the same time, to trying to draw new eyes to the sport, so I, I do understand why um, yeah. why they might go this way. That, that's the only thing I'd argue with. That's the only the only thing I'd argue against it. If if it was pulling the numbers, they wouldn't be wanting to do the. Yeah. So qualifying clearly isn't pulling the numbers that they want to pull in. I, I personally, I don't know if you get this at all, but 
I'll watch uh, qualifying on Saturday, and especially if it's dead exciting. And then I'll start. I'll get a bit sad because I just want the race rather than to wait for wait for the race on Sunday. So to me, I'm I'm more interested in seeing a sprint race on a Saturday than I am a qualifying on a Saturday. Yeah, why not be greedy and want both on Saturday? Oh yeah, no, both would be grand. But I'm I'm very excited for the sprint races. That's that's the the main take. The only thing I wish they'd have done which I don't think would have flown if it had to be a unanimous decision. I wish they'd done the um, uh, GP, uh, sorry, the F2 thing where the the top eight in the sprint race are reverse order in the feature race. Um, Yeah, the the reverse grid pole. Yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Rather than the way yeah, I done, wish that I wish that rather than the way they've done F two this season with oh F two this season is confusing as you well. Qualify on Saturday for sorry, you qualify on you qualify Friday for... for the feature race, and then the qualifying top ten is reversed for the first sprint race, um, and then there's a reverse grid for the second sprint race, and then for the third race they go. Back, back to, to the how first qualifying. qualifying, very confusing, bit hard. Yeah, work. I, I don't, I don't understand it. No, uh, I, I was confused because I, at first I thought they were just running both races on the same day, mm-hmm. and I thought that that's a fucking great idea. Do that, fuck the Porsche Super Cups, and just have two GP two races and or F two races. That's a, that's great. I don't think and anyone then, is arguing with Sunday, fuck the Porsche Super Cup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then on Sunday, there was another race. And I was thinking, hang on a second, I'm sure I watched two races yesterday. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I think it's all experimental this yeah, season. Yeah, we, we may get used to it as it goes on. You never know. But mm. yeah, that first time of Con- watching, confusing. comes to mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nobody used the to... The tyres is interesting though, isn't it? The tyres, um, how, how they were going to work. So they have to use five sets of soft tyres for what is the current qualifying format. But then they've got um, tyres for the sprint race and then they only allowed two compounds for the actual Grand Prix on the Sunday. Is that right? Have I got uh, that right? Yeah, let's have... Um, so not Friday p.m., this is from Autosport, normal qualifying format in the afternoon with five sets of softs. Yeah, so, they ha- so everyone's on soft tyres, basically. Yeah. Uh, Saturday morning, one hour FP2 session with one set of tyres for, team- for teams to choose from. So I guess Saturday morning you're just going to be running on one compound, but you can choose which one it is. Hmm. And then sprint race, 100km sprint qualifying race in the afternoon with two sets of tyres for teams to choose from. And then Sunday, full, full distance Grand Prix with two remaining sets of tyres. So whichever one you use in the sprint, you don't use in the feature? Possibly. If it's the two remaining yeah. tyres. Yeah, but the sprint race isn't... It's not like... There's no pit stops, is there, in the sprint race? It's I not, imagine um, not. It's not like a compulsory single pit stop or anything. No, if no. it's like 14, 15 laps, you're not going to be pitting. No, Unless I you break think so. something. I think, the, I think they've made two sets of tyres available just in case. No, no, for that's for the for the gradual uh, Grand Prix, isn't it? No, that's for the sprint race. 
two compounds of tires for the feature, I think. Yeah. Yeah. What's the point situation? Um, oh Christ. <laughs> this is fun. Three uh three, two, one for the top three in the sprint. That's it. Jesus. Is that, right. Is that is that oh, hang on a second. I'm I'm now I'm confused at what we're even talking about. Is that Formula One or F two? Formula One. We've just been talking about Formula One. We still don't understand the way that F two works. <laughs> Right, so so that's that's Formula One. Yeah, it's only it's only the podium places that get points. Yes. Yeah, three points for first, sec- two for second, and one for third. But the whole thing I is like for it. it's grid. A good, it's a good idea. Yeah, but there's, it's a no, good there's idea. no podium the... though, is there, for the sprint race? Oh, the podium be... is only on the Sunday. Oh, I'm sure there'll be a Pirelli teeny tiny tire or something. Yeah, I like it. It's because <laughs> it doesn't devalue the Grand Prix. It's a smart move. And it gives you something to aim for as well on the Saturday. Yeah. It's a clear um, divide between someone that's won a sprint race and a Grand Prix winner. Yeah. Yeah. But just, I wonder if they'll have a different championship as well if they implement it full time. Like a, um, a sprint, sprint race championship. Champion. Yeah. And, and an actual, you know, just what I mean is like a separate sprint race championship. A Saturday championship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Why not? Mm. Yeah. That's not stupid. No, it'd be, it'd be interesting to see how um how they'd work that how they'd work that one. But of course with Park Ferme now being from Friday afternoon, um what we'll what we'll see running on track from Saturday morning onwards is cars in race trim. Yeah, pretty much. Mm. Which is weird. Um there'll be some limited changes allowed. Um, a small number of com- components can be swapped out and the weight distribution of the car may be altered. Um, but they can only change the um, power unit and gearbox cooling if there's a 10 degree centigrade or Celsius change between Friday's qualifying and Saturday's sprint. Mm, interesting. Okay. Because so, surely, because uh, conditions change as well, don't they, between... Saturdays and Sundays, I would imagine in some safety cases they would be allowed certain changes um, to be made. Uh, like, you know, like Pirelli change the tyre pressures occasionally, don't they, between a Saturday and a Sunday if, you know, Saturday's particularly cold and Sunday's really warm and sunny, then Pirelli might go, oh, actually, we need to adjust the PSI then in that case by like two or three. Yeah, so the cars, so the cars may have to have the same thing as well. Yeah, and I, th- I think that would, I think that would um, still be the case now because I think they can make um, small cooling changes if there's, you know, if the change in temperature or humidity uh, warrants it. I mean, mm. pa- you know, Park Ferme isn't as Ferme as it could be. No, yeah. it is, it is, it is Ferme, but the door is ajar. Mm. Firmish. <laughs> I like that Park Firmish. Park Firmish. <laughs> I, think, I think we went there. It's in Barcelona, isn't it? Possibly. <laughs> isn't that how you rent a cheap flat? <laughs> I don't know. We live on the Isle of Man. There isn't such a thing. <laughs> no, that's a very, very good point. <laughs> so I think I think pretty much we're all in favour of this. I know Lee, you've you've been you've been wanting this for a while. I- 
team team sprint race since two thousand and five. Yeah, I'm I'm in favor of trying it. Not necessarily all in just yet, but I'm in favor of like needing to try something new, um, especially to get newer, younger fans, you know, a new generation of fans involved in the sport because otherwise, you know, the, the dinosaurs will die. And, you know, not to go off on a massive tangent, but if we go on to like biofuels and then they fail, like in a few years' time, where does that leave Formula One? Uh, but if there's a younger generation watching, you know, that gives them the impetus to then think about uh, maybe a new, like a longer term plan. I think it's good as well to see it being tried, like you say, to be tried out at three quite different tracks to sort of get that idea of how it would work if it was rolled out year wide. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope things like this now, because like, social media has such a big impact on things. I, I really wish that like people that are in charge stopped looking at social media because because we've you know time and time again we see how it, it's not a, like a real reflection of how many people think something um and it's you know it's there's there's like a group of people ready to complain about everything now you know it's i'm sure the same people if this sprint race hadn't have gone through the same people that are on the internet right now complaining about it would have been on complaining about the fact it didn't go through so if you do feel the need to go and complain about uh, sprint races uh, on social media i suggest you masturbate and look at yourself in the mirror <laughs> <laughs> or tweet your thoughts to at a total shunt yeah, I mean, you can do that where you masturbate and look in the mirror as well if you want. Just, yeah, just, I I can tell you how pathetic you are as much as that will. <laughs> Christ, mate, don't hold back, say what you think. Um, <laughs> moving swiftly on, uh, Suzuka has signed for three more years? It is three more years, which is, is good. I think Suzuka is usually quite a lively race so we like to see it on the calendar i think it was one of the ones uh was it the year be- was it didn't happen last year did it so it would have been the year before that yeah. i think it, we got quite close to suzuka and it didn't have a contract and there was this little asterisk next to it on the calendar and it was a bit of a concern but yeah all seems well yeah because of course it's honda that owned the circuit and with them pulling out of um f1 directly um, you, you know, it could have they could have um, taken the bat and ball home with them. And yes, they could have done. Yeah, yeah and like, decided not to let Formula One there. But I mean, there's been a staple of Formula One now since since is it the sixties? The first Formula One race at Suzuka, eighty seven. Mm. I thought it was older than that in Formula One. The first Japanese first Japanese Grand Prix was at Fuji in seventy six. Oh, okay. I, I thought that uh, I thought that Suzuka had been uh, hosting Formula One races a lot longer than that. I'm just just going to look. <laughs> you're doubting look your research now. No, no, no. I mean, I'm sure you're right. I mean, it's just that I'm. Uh, it's just to me, it just seems like it's one of those circuits. It's just it's classic. So to me, it's always been there. But I didn't start watching F1 until the early '90s, so that's 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 why I think it's always been there, probably. Yeah, no, it's, <laughs> it's hosted the Japanese Grand Prix for most years, um, except for uh, 2007 and 2008, since 1987. There you go, then. You were absolutely spot on. Mm-hmm. 
I love I love that. That's happened forever. When did you start watching? Yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> That's really, happened yeah. as long as I've yeah. known. Yeah. That's always been that way uh, since <laughs> I've been watching it. I mean, it was it was originally built uh, built by Honda as a test track, which is why it's got yeah. a variety of different um, different corners, straights, and um, complexes in. I'm, su- I'm surprised it hasn't pulled out of Formula One on its own accord. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it has. Uh, 2007 and 2008. <laughs> what was the year where they had the um, where we had to have the qualifying on the Saturday because of the? the um, you mean on the, the, you, the mean on the, you mean on the Sunday? Oh yeah, qualifying on the Sunday. Yeah, because of the um, the hurricane on the on the typhoon, as they call it, on the um, on on the Saturday, wasn't there? That that was interesting because it was just that 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 was like one of those things. Maybe they could look at doing that. Moving the sprint race to the Sunday and keeping the qualifying import, on the Saturday. Importing a, a typhoon. No, don't import a typhoon. No, just just <laughs> this isn't this isn't Bernie Vision anymore. <laughs> Listen, lads, we've got a great idea. Forget sprinklers. <laughs> I am in favour. <laughs> yeah, Bernie sat there in his um, big and hill secret underground lair with his weather control machine, which his he definitely has. <laughs> well, I thought it was a if, if your a, wings butterfly. I thought it was a, if a butterfly flaps its wings in the Amazon, then uh, typhoon happens over here or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hang on a second. If, if a butterfly flaps its wings in Biggin Hill, then Suzuka's in trouble. <laughs> see, see, the thing I've got the problem I've got with that is, have you seen how many fucking butterflies there are sometimes? <laughs> Uh, no. Like, does does that is that what propels the world forward through the cosmos? Is butterfly power? If it, go going by that that little anecdote, <laughs> I think it's more philosophical than and you know than actual. So yeah. Well, no, the butterfly no. the butterfly effect can't be philosophical because it starred Ashton Kutcher and he doesn't do philosophy. A, cu- a couple of years ago, I was on Marine Drive having a walk, and there was lots of butterflies. And I took bad day couple, was it? I took a couple of pictures of the butterflies, and then when I was scrolling through Instagram afterwards, I saw that the, whichever one of the Chuckle Brothers isn't dead had also been on Marine Drive taking pictures of the same butterflies. So, right. so if a butterfly flaps its wings, it goes to me to you. Yes. They, do you know what? <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Oh, now I'm going to have to tell this. Um, I like one of the Chuckle Brothers. Great. You know how dead I one or alive one? We need to clarify. To, I, I could probably be referred alive. to. I could probably be referred to as having. A slightly dark sense of humour at times, <laughs> only slightly. Um, which, which, whichever one is the breathing chuckle brother, um, he put a post, he put a tweet up once. It was like two years after the other chuckle brother stopped breathing, and he just put a selfie up when he was sat. He, he was sat in a room which had two single beds in. And it was just a picture of him in this room on his own, going, "It's not the same without you, Barry." <laughs> and I found it fucking hilarious, <laughs> and I felt terrible for it. Heather <laughs> <Air the> Jack. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>
It's like you think the listeners are not going to be enthralled by this talk of the dead Chuckle Brother. Bearing in mind, Look, most of, bearing in mind, most of our listeners are in America and have probably never heard of the Chuckle well, Brothers. Well, that'll be a googling experience <laughs> for them. Yeah, of course yeah. yeah. They, they were apparently comedians. So they're apparently comedians. So I like to think that they would see the humour in the situation. Maybe. So back to Suzuka. Yes, quite. I don't think there's much more to cover with it. Do we think, I know because... as you're scrolling down the story there, there is a picture of Yuki Sonoda. Do we think that's why Japan is so excitable at the moment? Well, he's also owned by Honda, isn't he? So... That's very true. Um, I think that's... They're always excitable. Have you not seen anime? <laughs> Well, somebody's, somebody's tried to sign up to uh, an anime streaming service with my email address. But... Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely wasn't me. It definitely wasn't me. Carry as far, on. As far as my liking of anime goes, I've seen Akira. And Good, that, it, it, it's... I'm done. Is it technically anime? Isn't, isn't manga and anime different? I haven't got a clue. It's it's a, yeah, it's a Japanese cartoon. You know, all 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 I know about Japanese animation is Akira and G-Force Battle of the Planets. Yeah, and people jump around going yaka. Um, you're, yeah, you're, you're I, uh, I, I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, I'm I'm sure I I liked Akira. I liked like Ghost in the Shell and stuff like that when I was a kid. But yeah, I I think it's technically different because. I don't remember anime being a thing. I remember manga being a thing when I was a kid. One is probably a subcategory of the other, but I don't know enough to oh, the take, subcategory, a, take, a, take Sean. a guess. <laughs> <laughs> from, from what I can tell, there's like cats in school uniform and tentacle porn. Yeah, yeah, there's lots of tentacles. <laughs> Yeah, right. Cartoons, do you know why? Do you know, cartoons do you know why there's tentacles? They should be good. The, the reason there's tentacles is because they're not allowed to show erect penises on Japanese television. That is a thing, isn't so it? They do have. I don't think it's just erect penises, is it? Not like all genitals are a no-no. And, or maybe, yeah, it might be. And, but, the, and uh, that, but that's where they And were... pubes. pubes. Pubes are banned in Japan. Yeah. I do know this. Well, we've covered. I think some female genitalia is okay, as long as it's unpubed. Unpubed. Yeah. The Japanese Grand Prix back then. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've got to go off on these tangents while we're not doing the Patreon shows. Just, just so as. So if you don't subscribe to the Patreon show, once we get back to doing that as a separate going concern, then this is what you're missing out on. Talk of the Chuckle Brothers and Japanese pubes. I feel like I should go on another Toto rant to pull this again. <laughs> <laughs> pull this back, Formula One. I thought you were going to say, I feel like I should go for a wash. <laughs> I usually tend to feel like that after every podcast we've recorded. <laughs> I definitely do after I've watched anime <laughs> anyway uh, I'll stick to Dog Tanyan and the three musker hands um, just, sorry just quickly out of interest 
before we move along, was it cr- at, at least Crunchyroll they tried to uh, sign up to on your email address? It wasn't like some sort of crazy anime thing no one's ever heard of. Uh, oh yeah, Crunchyroll rings a bell. I, I actually had to look. Right. I actually had to look up what it was because I didn't have a bloody clue. Yeah, no, you you watch enough ASMR videos, those people whispering in your ear talk about Crunchyroll and anime at some point. As I've never watched an ASMR video or listened to one in my life, I've got, I haven't got, I haven't got a bloody idea. <laughs> oh, oh, you know, we, we get a box of Japanese Kit Kats and other assorted treats sent to us every month. That's true. No Crunchyrolls in no there. No Crunchyrolls, though. Oh, but we have, I, had, I, I, we have had cheese cheesecake and uh, strawberry Kit Kats. Yes. I had Japanese food on Saturday night. Um, it was for a podcast, which will be on the Musi Audio uh, YouTube channel as soon as my Mac comes and I've edited two and a half hours of footage. But um, I've, I, I thought I was going to be sick. I've never eaten such horrible food in my entire life. <laughs> the, the seaweed stuff, and I, 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 I'm good with food. I, I'm good with trying new things. And then there was Mexican stuff we had, and uh, that we had some fruit in that I can't remember. But I remember I caught. I, I, I think it was called like Tangolin, something like that. I know that's, I caught. Yeah, I started calling thing. it Pangolin. Yeah, I know I started calling it Pangolin for hilarity. But that is the worst flavor I've ever eaten. <laughs> The worst flavour. Oh, we had uh, we had plum vinegar crisps the other week. Sean, you weren't keen on them, were you? The, no, they were just vinegar. There was no plum involved. I've got to admit, they tasted like salt and vinegar without the salt. They were nasty. Although the mackerel flavour crisps were... They were they, tasty. They were nice. Mackerel flavour crisps? I'm intrigued. We decided that we needed to be half drunk to try them. So we got half drunk. once we'd got drunk and tried them, they were actually very pleasant. It was like mackerel roysters. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> In other news, the Japanese Grand Prix. <laughs> These are snacks that you may be able to purchase we've, at we've, the Japanese Grand Prix. We've still got um, the white chocolate coated Pringles. Yeah, they might be interesting. Ooh. Frips are nice, maybe. <laughs> so, AlphaTauri, um, they have said that they are not changing their plans for work on the 2022 car, even though they're looking like top five contenders for this year. Um, so they are going to cut off development of it this car sense. at some point. Any, yeah, it makes any, sense for any, them, any it? other year, it will be a case of no, keep doing it. But with next year being the complete lottery, it is. I think I th- I think they're making a sensible move. Mm-hmm. I think they're making a sensible move, but um, the at the moment as well, we'll have to see how how long this goes goes on for. But you've got to say the their drivers are squandering a good car at the minute. Um, I, I don't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say they were squandering it. I mean, Sonoda was rookie mistake after rookie mistake. Yeah, he'd he'd have been higher up if he hadn't spun. Um, yeah, so we, which is a squander. Yeah. Um, Gasly squandered Gasly's race. Yeah, it came back to him. No, it came back to him. It came back to him, but he wasn't where he should. He should have been even in qualifying. I mean, where we we think that car could be like up there with the McLarens and the Ferraris, but it yeah. seems to still be in the same place we Gas- expect. Gasly qualified fourth, fifth. 
I think he was fifth. Yeah, no, but he didn't finish there. No, because the team gave him the wrong tires. <laughs> yeah, but they, but they but they only gave they only did that because he dropped back and they were trying to use they they were trying to like strategize him into a better position. That, that, if no, they, they, start, they started him on the wet, didn't they? Yeah, everybody else started on inters. He started oh, on Oh, they did start on wets, didn't they? And the reason, yeah. Sorry, the that reason, was a stupid move for them. And the reason why but, he went backwards was because there wasn't enough rain to make the wets worthwhile and the, uh, the inters were in the zone. Well, well the, the only thing to say there then is obviously it's not just the drivers that are squandering the car, it's the team. You know, the, uh, unless it was in a, a move from... Mercedes, uh, a move from Red Bull to get some data on the tyres. You would possibly do that when you were getting towards the change, wouldn't you? But you wouldn't start someone on a controversial yeah, tyre. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everybody... We'll say, everybody... I, I don't expect a lot. I, I, I expect them... You, you know, like, like uh, what happened with Racing Point last year? Where they they did well, they did well in some races, but ultimately they didn't get what they should have got out of that car. I've I've got a funny feeling that that's going to be Toro Rosso this year. Don't have to wear a face mask at work from tomorrow. Oh right! Sorry, I got very distracted by my work email. <laughs> <laughs> For any for anyone that hasn't been paying attention, the Isle of Man has lifted all, just about all the restrictions. We still can't go anywhere, but well, next week, isn't it? Apparently, Saturday. You can come here Saturday. from Saturday. You can't just like freely come and go to and fro. Are they are they removing um, the the not removing but lessening the isolation to seven days? Uh, to ten days for some, to seven for some people coming over. So if you've got like family or partners or a house or a house, I think there is some kind of test and release or test and relax after seven days. Yes, yeah, test on the last day, isn't it? Yes, and if you test negative, you are free. Seems fair. Good. So, Portuguese Grand Prix and Suzuki. Yes. <laughs> um, second F1 race at the Algarve circuit to give it its official title. Um, last year was a good race, but Lewis had the second largest winning margin of the season. Oh, did he? Yes. <laughs> it was good from sort of the, for the points, wasn't it? The points race was quite good. The who's going to get the big cup at the end? Not so much. Yeah, the the greasy the greasy uh, circuit as well because it wasn't freshly tarmacked. It was before last year's race, and then and then all the it was it like it rained lightly like an hour before the race or something. It was freshly it was like... tarmacked, and they hadn't after tarmacking it screwed all the drain covers back in, which was something they discovered in oh, FP3. Yeah, right. And then qualifying was massively delayed because they had to spend about an hour going around and like shaking every individual grate to see if it moved, and a few of them did. Which was fun, yeah, and then <laughs> and then Carlos Sainz took the lead on the first lap. Oh yes, he did, didn't he? And like Kimmy, was Kimmy second at some point, or did, was what that wasn't it? Um, Kimmy did this massive run from let's see where he quali- Kimmy qualified in sixteenth, and he got up to something like fifth. Yes, yeah, yeah, and uh, it was uh, I'm pretty sure it was a McLaren one-two for like a few seconds, and then uh, Hamilton came back at them, um, but. 
Yeah, uh, I, I remember thinking um, from the from the race last year that Portimao seems like a decent circuit to have Formula One on. Uh, Estoril obviously held the Portuguese Grand Prix for many years. Um, that circuit is now I don't know, don't even know if it's still in use. But the um, but yeah, Portimao seems like a, like a great circuit. Lots of undulation, you know, changes in elevation, uh, sweeping corners, pretty challenging track. It's not an old school circuit, but it's got the feel of an old school circuit, which, as I said with Emma last week, it produces usually pretty good racing. Estoril is still in use. It held the um, World Superbikes finale last year. It did. Well, that's good. And it does. Good. And it does have FIA Grade One certification. Ah, so it could. It so could, so it they could. could go there. Yeah. Handy to know. It only it only got dropped from um, from the calendar in '97 because. The government and the owners and the promoters were arguing over who should um, who should provide the improvements, but it's turned out over the next twenty three years that someone did. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. As I say, uh, I seem to remember the Portuguese Grand Prix at Estoril being pretty good as well, and and if I'm not mistaken, Estoril itself is a. He's disappeared. Tiny little fishing village. It's kind of like having a Grand Prix in Eel. Yeah, they used, they used to do that with uh, go-karts, though. It's true, yeah. Um, yeah, Estoril is pretty small. <laughs> um, God, pop- yeah, a population of 26,000. Yeah, yeah, so it's just like... So it's a bit like bigger than Peel. It's it's yeah. bigger than yeah the the town has a population of twenty six thousand and the capacity of um, the Estoril circuit is forty five thousand. Christ, they need visitors. <laughs> <laughs> so we could be looking could be looking at another good um, another good race. It's very, the circuit itself is pretty similar to Barcelona. Yeah, it is. Yeah, in oh, terms of layout, I would say, but. Um, let me just pull the full circuit details up. I'm not. I'm not sure about the. Um, I've lost the. Lost my bloody page now. Uh, I'm not sure about the um, sort of height changes in there. If they're, uh, if they're the same as they are in Spain, because the down the downhill sections in Spain can cause the occasional problems, especially when they stick a bloody downhill chicane. They get a lot of crosswinds as well. I think, don't they, at Barcelona? Hmm. Which... Yeah, well, there's plenty of undulation at Portimao, isn't there? So, yeah, I think I think over, overall, I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think the um, the overall sort of height difference is less less than it is at um, Spain. It's not it's not something like Sebring where it's dead flat and you you know you can see one side to the other without straining. But yeah, we should be. I think I think we should be in for a good race. There's some decent overtaking spots in there. And um, fast, fast and technical sections. Um, are we going to stick our necks out and make any predictions? It's uh, yeah, we're going to have to, aren't we, for the actual for the predictions? Um, Which I still haven't put on the website yet from Bahrain. Yeah, oh you come need, on! You need to do some work. I, there, I, 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 I will Jesus. have I will have three to put on. Yeah, I, I think. Uh, yeah, we, we we probably should make some predictions, but I, I'm going to say that Red Bull are going to absolutely smash Portimao this year. 
I think from what we saw last year with signs leading early as well, I think assuming the sort of the, the front runners want to be starting on the medium tire, there's a chance for someone who qualifies well but starts on the soft to get themselves in the mix early on. Someone in a sort yeah. of a, a McLaren or a Renault, someone of that ilk. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I I reckon Perez is going to have his first good race in a Red Bull, like his first decent, real decent race, and uh, first solid race you know, all the way through, rather than just in bits. Yeah. <laughs> just say, well, that's it. You only need one bad bit to ruin your whole weekend, don't you? But I'll say, I'll say Verstappen, Perez, Hamilton as my, as a, as, a, as a top three. No, you're re- you're really going that's, for Red Bull doing good. That is strong. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Anybody else want to I will also go for Verstappen, Hamilton, Bottas. Slightly more boring from myself, I'm afraid. But with in, in getting there in an interesting fashion. All right, Lee, on the back of your nine-pointer from last time out. Oof. Perez, um, Lando. I was going to ask where Lando featured. Um, well, to be fair, he's gone fourth and then third, so the natural progression is to be second. Ricardo. That sounds like an exciting race. In fairness, I would quite like to see that race. Uh, I'm gonna oh, go oh, only because I think we saw in turn one, like Hamilton and Verstappen coming together, and. Um, I can't remember who it was. I think it might... Who is your man that um, did the... Uh, was Is the Jordan guy, the Jordan designer that's on the race podcast? Gary Anderson? Gary Anderson, yeah. He pointed out the other week that he thinks uh, Lewis and Verstappen are so evenly matched in, ta- in talent-wise... And the cars are going to be so evenly matched through the season. He said, "Very quickly, we're going to enter. A, we're going to enter a position where if one of those people are going to are going to be overtaken, they would prefer to crash with their opponent than have their opponent beat them." Oh, at some point they're <laughs> so definitely going to, going to come Lewis together. Yeah, I think you're going to see Lewis, Lewis and Verstappen coming together a lot. Turn, turn three, Barcelona, and potentially on track fisty cuffs afterwards. Verstappen I, is a hothead. I think, he'll be he'll be up for the yeah. fight. Verstappen would slap the taste out of uh, <laughs> Hamilton's mouth. I think. Seen his clothing. Seen his clothing range. He doesn't have a great deal. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he'd, he'd knock him back into a normal pair of jeans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to go for a Verstappen win. Hamilton second and Perez third. So we shall see how that goes. If you want to put your own predictions in. Go to the website, uh, go to the game section, and the 2021 uh, Prediction League is up there. Top three, pole position, fastest lap, number of non-classified races, that's uh, DNFs and DNSs, and also whether there'll be a safety car or not. We're two from two this season. Did anyone go for Bottas? I went for Bottas as a third. Okay. Interesting, that, isn't it? What, Bottas in general? Not very much. All of a sudden, Bottas has just totally fell, fallen off the radar. Well, 
qualifying last time and battling for ninth place with Williams. He has been thoroughly average so far. I'm just going on the strength of how dominant Mercedes were there last year that it might be a Mercedes track and that that might be good for him. And how far far behind Bottas was in Bahrain as well. Just, yeah, I don't know. We will see. I mean, Bottas was... 25 and a half seconds behind Hamilton at the chequered flag last year. And Verstappen was mm. only nine seconds behind Bottas. In fairness, I've got Verstappen ahead of Bottas this yeah. time. Now, the Red Bull is be- this year's Red Bull is better than last year's Red Bull in comparison with this year's and last year's Mercedes. If Bottas is still of a similar gap behind Hamilton, he could be he could be looking at fifth or sixth. Be interesting. We shall see. I I think it's too much for Bottas. I I um, I'll well, probably get some hate from Bottas fans here. Do we have, have Bottas fans? So I, I got do some they hate exist? last week from Bottas fans. Yeah, Are yeah, they I a got thing? some hate last week. Oh, really? I, I, I draw energy from it. It's fine. <laughs> but um, the uh, I I I just don't think he's. I don't think he's capable of hanging with the people that are around him now because I think you've got better drivers like Lando and um, Ricardo when he gets his head around the McLaren. Uh, I think you've got better drivers there. Oh, and uh, the two masses. I think they're better than Bottas. <laughs> um, but the uh, he's got more drivers around him that are better than him. And he's got pressure from losing his seat, which he probably will do at the end of the year. And I, I don't think he can cope with that without it destroying him. Because we've seen we've seen every year, haven't we? Every year he's been, oh, this year, this year I'm a better Bottas. This year I've done this or that, and he never has it. You know, it, it never comes to anything. So I, I don't see how, when he's got a dominant car and only Lewis Hamilton to beat, I don't see how he can have a good season when he's got other cars to beat. If the two masses are better than Bottas, does that make Bottas Fisichella? Ooh. I think Fisichella was better than Bottas. Ooh. Bloody hell. <laughs> I think we'll see Bottas in a Williams next year. Straight swap. I think he could definitely end up I somewhere think else. Was... I think Fisichella was better than Leclerc. Oh, this is getting very controversial. You think Max Chilton's better than Leclerc? Now, now. <laughs> I think we'll see Lance Stroll in a Mercedes before we see George Russell. And... He'll just buy it. <laughs> <laughs> we did say Lance Stroll in a Mercedes last year in 2019. Mercedes. <laughs> <laughs> we saw George Half in a Mercedes last weekend. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the left half. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was doing the, uh, he was doing the Indiana Jones jump, wasn't he? Mid race. <laughs> it's 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 not exactly sporting, but I feel if it wasn't for the halo, he'd be in the Mercedes this weekend. <laughs> um, if you want to follow the race along with us, obviously, um, I'll definitely be on uh, on Discord on the chat all over the weekend. Uh, Chris, you'll probably turn up at some point, and Lee, you'll be in the pub. Uh, I never go to the pub while to watch the race. <laughs> no, I, d- I don't like watching the race in the pub. 
There's too much other noise, isn't there? If you're trying to actually watch yeah. any sporting event in the pub, too many other people making a racket. Yeah, I like commentary. So no, no, I'll be I'll be sat at home with me with my phone in my hand doing the the tweets and the things. But yeah, we'll be about. Have a look on the website for the link to the Discord if you want to uh, want to join in with the chat. We'll be uh, we'll be there. Um, right, probably probably even though we're only sort of forty. 40 some minutes in total shunt time but before we do before we shunt tonight we, i just must want... be at least 50 minutes in 48 that's oh, that's practically on. 50 yeah before we do i just want to give a shout out to everyone that was involved with the um three legs four wheels only fools and horsepower team for the 24 hours of nurburgring and i racing this weekend um there was um there were six of us in the race it was myself james alex nick um my mind's gone blank um Stephen and nelson and a big shout out to adam for designing the car and everyone that um jumped on to uh jumped on the discord on the chat to uh keep us going jane matt phil and anyone else that i've uh, missed i apologize but i booked off to a barbecue at uh, secret agent dan's headquarters for a few hours while it was going on and uh, we came 22nd out of 54 starters so we did, which is good. We did, decent. We mm. didn't massively suck. And talking of eye racing, cast your minds back to last year, and we had the uh, the first three legs four wheels race. We did the uh, not the Indy five hundred. Well, it was the not the Indy two fifty. We're doing it again on eye racing this year, and it's going to be on the Sunday the twenty third, which is the same day as the Monaco Grand Prix, half seven p.m. UK time. So it's well after the uh, well after the Monaco Grand Prix is finished, and if anybody wants to join in, drop us a line, give us a shout on social media, and I'll let you know how you can uh, how you can join in with us. It was a really good one last year, even if um, even if there were some drivers not entering into the spirit of iRacing fully and using a PlayStation controller to try and get a car around the track. Carl, Damn. C- Carl Ford, I am talking to you. <laughs> 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 but if um if you if you want to take part it's um completely free to enter there's no prizes just do, just doing it for a laugh and um let us know and we're also looking at a charity i racing event coming up at the end of may as well more details on that one next week right i'll get off my soapbox now lee you got a shunt i'm ready cool who's this week's shuntist uh there's no Oh, a mystery show. There's no proper name. His, twi- his Twitter name is Minton W. I don't know if that's your real name, and it's not separated, so I, I, I wouldn't even know how to say that with my human tongue. Um, but you know who you are, because I said to you, give me a ping and remind me to use your shunt, and I'll use it. And lo and behold, he sent me a message today saying, Ping. Would this be so, would this yeah. be Minton W eight on Twitter? No, just Minton W. The original. No, at Minton W eight. I don't know what the at is. I can't yeah. see the at to PM. Oh right, yeah. I think I've I think I've so. I think I've I think I've got him here. So yeah. It's it's yeah. I'm That's not it, the game we're playing though. No, Find I'm, the guy on Twitter. No, it's I'm, not I'm the I'm thinking it's game. somebody called W Minton. I don't know, something just tells me. Yes, it is Minton W8. <laughs> and he's that young. He's pr- you only people... have twi- He's that young. People probably call him Chippy and he doesn't understand why. 
Yeah, he's very. He looks a bit like um, Alban. <laughs> he does. He looks a little bit like Alban, and he's got twenty followers as well. So that's probably about the same as Alban. Maybe it's Alban. <laughs> Let's have a clue. I was born Yay. in 1921. Probably not Alban. Right. Hundred years old. Hmm. I have 11 F1 wins. I feel that clue is written purposefully misleadingly. I have 11 F1 wins. Yeah, but I'm I, I'm not going to correct it because it might make it slightly too obvious, but I'm just going to say I think that's a little bit dirty, dirty Excellent. play. That's... That's a yellow, that, in my eyes. Interesting. Okay. I am respected by 12 million people. It's a very odd number for measuring respect. It's not the right age for Bernie, (laughs) but it's way too many people respecting him. And too much victory. (laughs) (laughs) What do we reckon to a track? Yeah. A track that has hosted 11 times. Yeah, something like... Um... Somewhere like Magni Core, for example. Well, I think that's Interesting. A, I think that's had more than 11, but I was thinking I was thinking France as well, maybe Dijon. Oh. You possibly, yeah. Or, uh, is, is, is Dijon's not the same as Clermont-Ferrand, is it? Um, no, because one's in Dijon, the other's in Clermont-Ferrand. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know, I don't know where Dijon is, but I haven't got a clue where Clermont-Ferrand is. And you know, we've got tiny <laughs> I'm little towns. I'm not up on and... Clermont-Ferrand. It, no. Have you never been there? No. It's mustard, mate. <laughs> Yellow and occasionally has seeds in it. Mm. Hang on, is it French mustard, American mustard, or English mustard? I, I would guess. I would guess it's French mustard. Mm. Then it's rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> it is rubbish. Dijon mustard is rubbish. I can I can even take a bit of American mustard. If it's not English mustard, you're doing it wrong. American mustard goes on burgers, and English mustard and goes on everything dogs. else. Oh yeah, yeah and, and hot, hot dogs, dogs. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, uh, English mustard goes on everything else. Whole grain yeah. mustard. Whole grain mustard goes in mashed potato. You see, now you're Maybe. a bit close to Dijon there. <laughs> <laughs> whole uh, whole grain mustard uh, on a nice ham sandwich. Yeah, whole whole grain mustard in a ham glaze. English mustard. Yes, we have found uses for whole grain I mustard. Want to... But are we are we going are we going for uh, Clermont Ferrand? Yeah, why not? Yeah, because is... we're not doing who's a total mustard, are we? So no, that is true. That's next week's quiz. <laughs> <laughs> I I once put so much mustard on a sandwich by accident is that when I bit into it, the top of my head hurt. <laughs> I like it when the I like it when the mustard gas makes your nose pop. <laughs> sign, sign of good wasabi when you can smell your own brain. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. <sighs> anyway, clue four. Clue four. I have been in Formula One since 1925. When you were just four years when Paul old. Was butter boy. <laughs> That's a lie because Formula One didn't start until 1950. It was Grand Prix racing uh, back then. Tra- tra- strictly, mm-hmm. yes. So, yeah, I think we're ruling out I'll a person. Allow it. Since they would have been four. Uh, I, 
<laughs> I was actually born. I, I was actually born again. I think this is slightly misleading words. I was actually born in 1830, but overhauled uh, into my current state in 1921, as previously mentioned. Uh, originally born in what year? 18 something. 1830, when Paul was but a baby. Right, okay. Peugeot. We're definitely going going for all the French stuff. Are they one for one races? I'll I'll give you one one hint that isn't on it. It's not a person. I think we'd got that. I think we've got that bit. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you. (laughs) Uh, Clusis. Don't mention it. There is a statue of me in Brussels. I'm, that clue confuses me, and I'm reading them. Christ. <laughs> right, okay. <clears throat> so, a statue not of a person. Yeah. I'm, I, I'm, I, I don't know. I might be wrong. Um, I've been to Brussels twice and that um that confuses me i mean the only statuey type object i know in brussels is the atomium i i would not get hung over hung up on that um in fact i think me saying i've been twice is a bit of a clue but uh so that's probably a better clue than clue six (laughs) (laughs) which is what (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> anything flood that was talking about mustard was a better clue than glue six so i mean presumably when lee has been to brussels it has been on his way to spa potentially yeah are we talking about spa no because spa's changed since 1921 that is true be a bloody big statue wouldn't it, it would a bit i almost wanted to be a statue now just for the sheer abstractness of it would you like number seven i'm gonna word it slightly di- no no in fact fuck it i'm gonna i'm gonna say it as it's as it's put the authentic though, shunt again, are we are we skipping the guess for clue six because we're all completely clueless yeah are you yeah, uh, yeah. we've not ruled out mustard yet have yeah, we? Are, are, you, how... are you the bull on the coleman's mustard packet there we go <laughs> <laughs> um i have finished on the podium 50 times now oh, I would imagine I would imagine um that either a- appeared might be a better word for it than Are we talking finished. about a, a champagne perhaps mm. interesting could be cuz it's is it they used to use mum and now they now they use something else or do they still use mum No I think they've gone back to mum and they used for they use for then it went back to um Chandon and now they're on Chandon, Fer- that's correct, Ferrari yeah. sparkling wine I mean obviously for it to be a champagne No I think they've signed a deal with Moe Or mum is it mum is that one 
No, it's, 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 it's not champagne this season. Oh, is it not? I no. thought they'd signed a new thing with... I don't, with one of the ones beginning well, with the them. One, it, the, the, la- one in, the last the one. The one in Imola, was that, not, was that not to do with the Made in Italy Grand Prix? Oh, it could could be. Cause the last and they won't have had it at Bahrain, because yeah. Bahrain don't do the champagne. And nobody drank it because we're using still rose water instead of the fizzy stuff. Mm, nasty. That's why nobody was pouring it as well, because it was like sugar. Nope. Uh, <laughs> the, the last one they used was carbon. So hang on a second. Is there no champagne at all this year? No, I'm sure there is. I think I think it's sparkling wine. We'll look that up at the end. But um, let, let's let. Oh shit! Yes, it is carbon. The atomium is a. Um, is it an atom of carbon? It's a carbon atom and carbon champagne. And it didn't. Is it last... Belgian? It didn't. Well, no, it last can't be. It's from, it's from France because you can't. You, it's got to come from champagne. But the carb, the atom. You're saying the atom, atom is not directly linked to I the champagne. I was in champagne. Brussels. You're a sprout. I'm just trying to pull you back onto the tracks here. <sighs> Next clue. I'm Ron uh, Burgundy. <laughs> I am likely to only feature once this year. That's a good clue. Well done. <laughs> I like that clue. That makes sense. The Belgian flag. That is interesting. Um, you can give me a guess. Give me the second guess now, and then we can do. We'll do. The, we'll do the next two, and then you can you can give me a third. Belgian, Belgian. Belgian. Number nine. <laughs> I am. I am trilingual. Belgium in general could be. I or Switzerland. Like... I don't know. I uh, feel like. I'm, uh... Sorry, go on. I was say Switzerland. I don't think would have featured no, no, no. fifty times. Belgium no, trilingual, is... isn't it? It's um, Flemish, Walloon, and German. Is it German? Yeah. I didn't think they had German there. Yeah, yeah. I think Swiss Switzerland actually has four languages. I think, but anyway, carry on. Last question. Last clue. Even sorry. Uh, I feature in a number of sports uh, and cult uh, and cultural situations, not just Formula One. Cultural situations. <laughs> what the feck are they? The ambassador's party where the Ferrero Rocher gets <laughs> divvied out. The entire country of Switzerland. <laughs> I'm still thinking Belgium. Is there a, is there a spaffer? No, but I, I, as I've been reading these, I am flicking through uh, Twitter at the same same time because I always do that just to see if any Formula One stuff comes up. And a, an advertisement for Inside Chernobyl with Ben Fogel has <laughs> propped up. And now I hope it's just a survival program and they dropped him in like three weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> this is no dark tourism documentary. Shh. <laughs> Equipped with one man, six arms, who will survive. 
equipped with only a Geiger counter and a bottle of Mars milkshake, Ben Fogel <laughs> tries to escape. Mars milkshake's fucking awesome, though. It can be. It can be. Not it for ages. Not a Mars milkshake for ages, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, this, this has Side distracted track. us a little. I, 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 rec- I reckon it's just Belgium. <laughs> Belgium? <laughs> I mean, I don't think it is, but I can't think of anything better. I am trilingual. I mean, the okay, only thing no, I can no, think no. of that's trilingual is Nico Rosberg, but I don't think he's been around in his current format since 1921. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, like I, I, I'm think of the think of like speak speaky words, words and stuff. Trilingual. I am three languages. Oh, what are you doing to the telly, you twat? That was the cat, not me. Do you, do, uh, are, are you going to give me a guess? Let's end. Let's end this pain, and my pain. He gets his, I would say, questionable victory. <laughs> Can we just say Belgium? I yeah. Why not? Are you Belgium? I am Belgium's national anthem. Oh, that was close. It, there's a statue of a national anthem in Brussels. Yeah, how is that a thing? Exactly. That's, Wait, that's, hang on a second. Yeah, yeah. that's that's confusing. <laughs> yeah, that that's what that's why I that's why I didn't just let it go. <laughs> um, I can't I can't audio bring the Belgian national anthem in my head, and I know I've heard it quite recently because Wales played Belgium. Yeah, I mean, let's face it. Trying to trying to make a scu- trying to make a sculpture of a national anthem is like trying to remember a taste. <laughs> it doesn't work. I'm looking. I'm looking to see if I can I can find it, but um... I don't think I'd know it if I fell over it. Rosberg will have it somewhere. Yeah, Rosberg will have it somewhere. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I've got to admit, I have never heard the Belgian national anthem, and it's stuck in my mind. I've heard the Belgian national anthem probably about four or five years ago when Stoffel van Dorn. That sounds like about three national anthems being played at once. Yes, so that's you know what, three national anthems played at once. It's a bit sort of fairgroundy. You've no idea how many people just stopped listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, I just and they stopped. They, yeah, they stopped listening to it by throwing their phones away. You reckon people survived the mustard, but gave up at the playing of the Belgian national anthem? That was the Rosbergian yeah. national was it? anthem. That Absolutely. was Rosbergian. Was it? It sounded. It sounded mm. semi-real. <laughs> no, that was Ross Bergier. That's how little I would recognise the Belgian national anthem. That that's what I assumed you were reaching for. Oh, the, the Ross Bergian one, by the sounds of things. Yeah, I, I don't think I was involved in the podcast when that was a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, greatest greatest hits episode. We've had uh, we've had Jacques <laughs> and we've had Ross Bergier. I'm going to Google how can you make a statue of a national anthem. I, yeah, I want to see the statue of um, the national and anthem. While, and while Chris does that, Lee, tell people how they can send in a total shunt. You can tweet me in a PM at a total shunt, or you can send me a PM on Instagram at a total shunt. 
and you can also send ones for the um, for the reserve list for when Lee checks himself into um, sheltered accommodation for the temporarily bewildered after tonight <laughs> by sending it to <laughs> <laughs> by sending it to three legs four wheels at gmail dot com. Um, you can also get us on uh, that email address with anything else, uh, quips, comments, um, questions. We might, might as well start doing a mailbag in future shows as well. So if you've got any. Uh, Got anything for the mailbag? Send it into that address. Get us on social media at Three Legs Four Wheels at um, Instagram on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And individually, our Twitter handles are at Sean Cowper, at Flood Twenty One, and at Pablo One Hundred. Have you found? There have you found? Is. Have you found how to go? How to build a national anthem statue? It's yet? basically yes, a woman. There is the, yeah, correct. Charlotte's in the same the same as me. Um, <laughs> We have found the monument for the anthem, which is what it's actually called. But it's a woman, basically, just uh, with some lyrics. Well, she's holding she's holding a flagpole of a flag that doesn't look very Belgian. It's just kind of plain. It's hard to do colours in a statue, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. I don't know. It's is that statue of a? Oh, hang on. There are some translated lyrics. Worthy children of the low country, whom a fine passion has aroused, to your patriotic fervour, great successes lie in store. It's, it sounds like things from uh, Lord of the Rings, dear children of the low country. <laughs> well, um, you know what? The lyrics have to go on forever, so I'm never... As long as the second verse starts As long as the second verse starts, hail, hail, Rosbergia, we're all happy. If you want to um, get Oof. early if you want to get early access I'm glad to... that went Rosbergia's way. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to get early access to the show, and God knows why you'd want to, but and you don't subscribe already, you can go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels. Sign up from as little as one dollar, one pound or one euro a month. Um, everything that you pay for your porn. <laughs> everything that you donate <laughs> goes goes towards um, goes towards keeping the podcast on the air and possibly buying some mustard. <laughs> <laughs> we will be back next week if we're allowed. When um, it's a it's a double show next week because we will uh, we're on back to back races. <gasps> yeah. Preview. Preview. It's, da, 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 da. it's a preview and review because we'll be reviewing Portugal and if I am not mistaken, previewing Spain. Correct. I can't get is it that time already? It is. It is Spain. It is Spain already. At the you know the start of the European season when all the upgrade. Oh, hang on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be we'll be around on the socials all all the way through the week. Thanks for listening. We'll uh, see you next week. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay safe. Say safe. We'll see you soon. Bye bye. I'm going for a lie down. Stay, bye. Stay in a safe state. <laughs> bye bye. Bye. <laughs>